We are living in a complex world. Sin complicates everything, and only the truth of Christ can return us to simplicity. Today, we look at a powerful phrase found often in Scripture and apply one thing to our lives. What is the one thing God is trying to teach you right now? Let's join Scott Pauling as we find our place in the Word of God. Do you live by a list? I, I got to tell you, I live by a list. If I didn't keep uh, good notes on where I'm supposed to go and what I'm supposed to do and uh, what needs to be accomplished day by day, I don't think I'd ever get anything done. We live our life in so many ways by lists. But sometimes you've got to boil the whole list down to one thing. Now, that's what we're doing in this study. We're, we're trying to identify the one thing that God wants us to do. You know, the number one is an interesting word. Uh, it's a number of simplicity, of course, meaning it's not vague, it's not general, it's very specific. It is a number of unity. In fact, it is a number that is very frequently connected to God in Scripture. For example, Ephesians 4 says there's one body and one spirit, even as you're called in one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is above all and through all and in you all. Did you hear them? Seven ones there. One body, one spirit, one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God. You see, one is a number of unity, of oneness. It's God's number in so many ways because sin divides and the Lord brings great unity and purpose. A sin scatters, God gathers. But the number one is not only a number of simplicity and unity, it is a number of priority because what it does, it makes you identify what is primary. Even when you make a list, you may make a list in order and you put something at the top for a reason, it's the most important. Or you may make your list as you think of it, then you go back and you circle certain things or you put a star next to something, you say, do this, don't forget this. Why is that? And Because that's the one thing you can't forget. Today, I bring you to one of my favorite chapters in the Bible, and those of you who study with us regularly know this. It's Philippians chapter 3, and it is yet another occasion where we find the expression, one thing. Let's read just a little beginning in Philippians 3 verse 12. Paul, arguably the greatest Christian that ever lived, said, Not as though I had already attained, either were already perfect, but I follow after, if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. What's he saying? I've not yet arrived. Friend, if he had not yet arrived, I guarantee you, you and I have not yet arrived. And so we come to verse 13. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. One thing I do. If I were to ask you to make a list today of all the things you need to get done, what would be on your list? Some of you are overwhelmed thinking about it. Or maybe you're looking at a list saying, I'm never going to get all this accomplished. Let me tell you what ought to be at the top of the list. No, no, it should be on a list all by itself. Because the Lord Jesus does not just deserve priority. He deserves preeminence. He's not first on the list. He's on a list all by himself. The one thing that you must do today is you must pursue Christ. Paul had been saved for probably 30 years when he wrote this. 
But he said, I've not yet apprehended. I've not yet arrived. So I'm going to forget what's behind. I'm going to reach to what's before. There's always something behind and something before. And then here's the one thing he's going to do. I'm going to press. Press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Are you still pressing? Or are you coasting? Are you floating, drifting along today? Or are you pressing toward the mark? I've often wondered, what is that mark? Is it just something I think I need to get done? Is it my agenda? Is it some work? No, no. Read the entire chapter of Philippians 3. You know what it's all about? It's all about knowing God, knowing God through Christ. It's the knowledge of Christ. The greatest thing you'll ever do with your life is seek to know the Lord in a fuller, deeper way. And here's why. Because when that one thing is right, then the Lord straightens everything else out. It's just another way of saying what Jesus said in Matthew 6, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. When the Lord is in his rightful place, then the Lord puts everything else in its rightful place. The reason we live lives without properly placed priorities is because Jesus is not in his proper place. And so the one thing I must do today is I must press forward in my pursuit of knowing Christ better. I want to be nearer to God at the end of this day than I was at the beginning. I want to know more about the Lord. I want to understand more about his purpose and plan for my life. I want to grow. That's it. That's what he's talking about. That process never ends. Now, here's what's so fascinating to me. If you keep reading, he says in verse 15, let us therefore as many as be perfect, and that word perfect doesn't mean sinless, it means mature. So if you've got your mind right, if you've got your head on straight, if there's maturity about your faith, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. This is powerful. What's he saying? He's saying when you take care of this one thing and major on one thing, then God will show you if there's any other thing in your life that's keeping that from happening. When you focus on Christ, when you look to Christ, the Lord gives greater clarity to every other peripheral area of your life. Maybe you've been concentrated on the wrong thing or on the wrong person. Maybe you're fixated today on trying to fix something or figure something out when what you really need to do is get a fresh glimpse of Jesus again and press toward him, press toward the mark for the prize. What's the prize? He's the prize. The knowledge of Christ is the prize, not something, but someone. And as you do, the Lord will show you every other thing. And then he says in verse 16, Nevertheless, whereto we've already attained, let us walk by the same rule, let us mind the same thing. In other words, let's go back to basics. Don't lose the ground you've gained. Don't forget the simplicity of the Christian life. It is just minding the same thing. And notice, in all of these verses, the mind keeps coming up. Why? Because really, this one thing I do begins in the mind, in the thought life. Whatever you think about, that's really what you are. Now, wherever your thoughts go, that's really where your, your life is headed. That's the direction of your life. If you want to do the right thing, you need to think the right thing. If you want to become the Christian that Jesus Christ saved you to become, then today... We must go back to the most simple, basic thing, one thing. The one thing is this. I want to know the Lord better. Go back in your mind today, the day you first got saved. Do you remember that day? Do you remember the simplicity of it and the beauty of it? It was powerful, wasn't it? And do you know what made that day so glorious? Jesus. It was all about Jesus Christ. It wasn't about every other thing. 
So maybe what we need to do is remove all the little lists that we like to live by, all the little lists that we are encumbered with, and bring it down to one thing on the list. What is the one thing that I most need to do today? I need to know Christ better. And through that knowledge, the Lord will give me a deeper understanding and wisdom for every other area of my life. Let's go back to first love. Let's go back to first principles. Let's go back to the foundation. And let's realize it's not about all the things we can do. It's about this one thing I do. And may the Lord help every one of us today to get our eyes back on the Lord Jesus Christ. In the words of Hebrews, looking at a Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. It was all Jesus in the beginning. It must be all Jesus in the end. And if you want to make the journey from beginning to end, you better keep it Christ all the way through from start to finish. This one thing I do. All of us at Enjoying the Journey are grateful for the opportunity to share these few moments with you. It is our sincere prayer that God will use His Word in your life throughout the day and that the simple truth will help you to know the next step He has for you. We look forward to our next study together. Until then, visit our online home at enjoyingthejourney.org. We would love to hear from you.